Our stories today are from Tambi. Tambi's represented Hong Kong at Laugh Factory's Funniest Person in the World contest, was the winner of the Bangkok division of the Magnus International Comedy Competition in 2018, and has been selected as a finalist at numerous international comedy festivals. All right, so two of Tambi's jokes that I really like is, uh, number one, my kid asked me today, Dad, why is my friend Lisa so pretty and I'm not? I'd explain to her, oh, baby, Lisa's mom is a model, plus she's biracial, so you need to remember to stay in your lane. Do you remember that joke? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a joke I think about at least once a month. And your other one that I think about all the time is my wife only hires the oldest and ugliest nannies so that I don't try to sleep with them. Challenge accepted. Do you remember that one? Do you still use that one? Yeah, no, I do those all the time. I do those. Those are like those are uh, those are like standbys. Oh, it's like it's like when I when I bomb out, which I often do, they bring they bring me back. <laughs> those are your safe jokes. No, they're great jokes. I can see yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I, dude, it's like I think it's because like I just naturally write a lot, so like. I have like this like cachet of jokes that almost always works. It works like 95, 99, 99% of the time, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, those are those. And like, but then like, I guess because I'm cognizant of it, you know, like I'm pretty good at like assessing what jokes work and what jokes don't. So then I also like, n- now that I know that I have this like, you know, cachet of A material, you know, <laughs> like that kind of encourages me to like fuck around all the time, you know, nice. like nice. I never prepare for my sets, like <laughs> I never memorize anything. I just like, like these are like, like page shows, I just have shit written on my hands. Um, and um, yeah, when I, when I faltered, they bring me back. Like uh, one time I headlined in Shanghai and it was like a pretty bad set, you know, for like a headliner set. And uh, one of the comics afterwards, Jorge came up to me and he was like, oh, you know, Tammy, like, I feel, you know, you know why I think he's such a good headliner? Cause like, whenever you start to lose, lose the audience, you know just what to say to bring him back. And I was like, yeah, but I'm, but I'm also not a great headliner. Cause obviously that happened enough times for you to notice. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you keep fucking up and you keep getting back up, bro. <laughs> what did we fall, Bruce? <laughs> you know, like, it's really uh, obvious that like, I'm really unpolished. But um, yeah, I got and those are, those are both gifts, actually. Like, uh, yeah, my mom, my mom, God, I hate that. Uh, my wife ha- did say that to me, and then my daughter said that to me, too. And it was a friend whose uh, uh, kid was, like, prettier than she is, and my friend did used to be a model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are both, like, true stories. Um, yeah. That's hilarious. All right, so let's get to those blessed. stories. Um, so what's yeah. a surprising or shocking thing that's happened to you? Oh, uh, the Chappelle thing, right? Were you here for that? I heard about it. Okay, cool. So, like, um, we have, have, we have, we currently still have, it's, like, uh, an open mic in, like, the sidebar in Wan Chai, which is, like, the red light district in Hong Kong. And, like, the room for small. It seats, like, 10, 15 people or something like that, right? And, like... The stage isn't even like a stage. It's just like it's just like a square of like afterturf or whatever, or like a carpet. What do we have there? It's like it's not it's not a it's not a raised surface. It's the same. It's the same as the rest of the room. Okay? Just the floor. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, the floor. Uh, yeah, did we have a mat or just like a clearing? Like <laughs> with a table, with a table strategically spaced apart. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. 
Um, like basically, it's one of the worst bots like, I've ever, ever seen a comedy show. <laughs> one of the worst rooms you can possibly we can possibly have a show, and it's like Monday open mic. It's like it's like the bottom of it's like the bottom of the totem pole kind of thing, right? And uh, so like one night there was a rumor that like Dave Chappelle was gonna drop by because he was in town because uh, he went to Macau to watch the Pacquiao fight, right? And then like um, yeah, like you know we were all texting each other. And then uh, his friend um, and mentor, Tony Woods, came and did a set of open mic. And then um, after, and then it was after all was all done, there was no Chappelle, show was over. But then like, we started hearing that like, he might come afterwards. So then we ran, we ran a second show, like a second open mic. <laughs> and at this point there was like no audience members. It was just like, it was just like comics, like desperate to see Chappelle, you know? And yeah. then um, like, uh, so yeah, like a few of us, and then he, he did come. So a few of us got to uh, perform in front of him and he did like an hour and uh, yeah, he said some nice things to a few of us. So that was really cool. And uh, that was like the cool. Yeah. I was going to ask you, what did he say to you? Uh, I don't know. He was just like, it was like uh, one of my jokes and said it was funny and said I could structure or whatever. Right. Um, and that was like 10 months in, like when I first started doing comedy. So like, man, comedy's amazing, you know? This, this, this is gonna be full. Of, this is gonna be full of magical moments like this all the time. You know? <laughs> but um, but obviously nothing magical has happened since in the last like six plus years, or like seven plus years. Yeah, and, uh, all right. it was a so one-time thing, apparently. So that first year was amazing magical moment with Chappelle. I remember when Chappelle was in town, because the next open yeah. mic. Uh, <laughs> Takeout. It was a Tuesday, right? Right. <laughs> I've never seen so many people. At a I was like, wait, <laughs> and everyone was a comedian. I was like, this whole city only has fifty comedians. I was yeah, really yeah, surprised. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was on the lineup, and nobody wanted to yeah, go yeah. first because he wasn't yeah, there yeah, yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone <laughs> kept yeah, trying yeah. to like wait until he was in the room. So funny. It was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That was so cool. He, so he complimented uh, you on the joke and he told you you had structure. Yeah, yeah, two jokes. Uh, it was like really, really amazing because like, it was like, I was still really new at that point, right? Um, and it was like, the bar is so shitty, like out of all the places, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like we were like surrounded by like whorehouses, literally. <laughs> and uh, that's still, but uh, yeah, that mic is still going. And like once in a while, like, you know, be like, oh, the only open mic in town that Dave Chappelle has ever been to, you know? <laughs> like, you know, so this shit is yeah, on the same stage, slash floor. Um, and, Do you remember uh, the two yeah, jokes he told, asked you or told you that he liked? Oh, the the teacher one. Uh, uh, it was like, uh, it's age of consent. Age of consent, blah, 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 look at the age of consent. I'm at work for a previous joke. And then at the press search, I thought I shouldn't do it for work. Cause I teach, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Quoted, yeah, and then he quoted like uh, the this uh, the rush hour one, which is so stupid. Yeah, the rush hour one. It's like uh, my dad's giving me advice about Hong Kong, and he keeps making references to rush hour. Stupid <laughs> 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 joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey man, if Dave Chappelle says he likes your jokes, and you're one year in, that's no, pretty no. good. Yeah, nice yeah, that, yeah, that was a cool thing to hang my hat on uh, for a while. And yeah, then, like, yeah. um, it's cool. Like, it is cool when, like, people, like, uh, big stars or, like, big comics come into town. And then Garen and I got to work with uh, Neil Brennan and Hannibal Burris last year, too. 
And those were just like happenstance, basically. Where uh, was that? Neil was through. Oh, Neil was through like a friend of mine. Like they, like they kind of became friends like a few years ago when Neil was in Hong Kong, and my friend's like a like a cool black DJ, and like he just like started talking to him because like we both uh, he listened to his podcast, right? Yeah. And then like uh, and actually, actually that night, uh, he invited like uh, he told me Neil was like uh, at some like like you know the super posh like uh jazz bar you know so it was like a really nice place and then like uh i you know and then it's like oh yeah you want to go meet neil brand i was like yeah of course you know how exactly how many people am i out to invite you know like what's the etiquette here <laughs> you know what i mean like the entire scene like hey neil meet me Karen, ryan sean andrew andrew grant the other andrew you know like yeah <laughs> uh, um like like it's too okay you think you can bring two people I was like fine so then i invited uh garen and hanan actually right and like hanan was like kind of embarrassing um she was like making a lot of noise because it was like a really nice place and also she like she like didn't recognize neil brennan and she was like wait were you that french guy at the open mic and he was like no i'm not you Oh, God. <laughs> I know. And uh, we'll see where it's Oh, and uh, Hannibal Burris was actually like Garen Hustling. He saw that Hannibal Burris was in town for um, like uh, some kind of tech trade show, okay? Which means like Hannibal already had a work visa. So then Garen just contacted um, uh, a promoter. Uh, I think it was Andy or like another promoter who worked with Hannibal before and he got in touch with Hannibal's agent. Nice. And. Uh, that was really funny too. So like we, dude, we like we uh, we priced his tickets too low and we sold it within like twenty four hours, you know, yes. or like it was like twenty seven hours thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like when he went on stage, he goes like Hong Kong. I priced the tickets too low. Didn't research the market. <laughs> you, want, you want the tickets to sell all fast, but not that fast, <laughs> you know? And, uh, what did he price them um, at? Uh, it was like normal, like 350 or something. Like, I think, yeah, 350. And we only had like a week. We didn't have a few days. So like, cause like we, uh, everything was confirmed on like a Sunday and the show was on a Wednesday, I think, right? Okay, yeah. So we didn't have that much time, right? But like, yeah, we didn't have to like, it was all through word of mouth and it sold out within a day. We didn't wow. have to like, you know, place any ads or like do anything. It's kind of over it. Um, you know, hundreds of mod tickets. And uh, he was telling me too, he wanted a bit, like, uh, um, I was like, oh, Karen, so like, you know, should I give him his money like in a check or thing or whatever? He's like, no, Hannibal said he wants it in, in a bag. He wants the money in cash in a bag. <laughs> 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 for like, for, I guess like for tax evasion, you know, so um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like you have to explain if that. If you're working for the IRS, yeah, don't, don't come after Hannibal, please. Yeah. Do you think he could have like doubled the price? Yeah, no, easily. Cause like, yeah. Yeah. Of course, right? Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Cause like, um, cause the big like the um guys like like even Tom Green sold the tickets for like five six hundred or something like that. Okay. You know. Yeah. And guys like Russell Peters and like Jim Jeffries, they sell like five six hundred dollar tickets. Okay. We just uh we finally play it safe, and we messed up a bit, but yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, that makes sense. You only had a few days, so you wanted to sell that out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah How long were you yeah, in Canada for? Uh, from seven until twenty-one, so uh, fourteen years and change. Fourteen years exactly. Actually. Where in Canada? 
Ottawa. Do you miss it? A uh, little bit. I was just watching a video about like because my 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 son like public transport, so I'll show you him like videos of like you know like the buses and trains in Canada and uh, not really. Like I used to. I used to miss it a lot, and I used to have like these fantasies of like you know, kind of going back and being like a big shot and showing off to my friends, you know, like bro, look at all this cool shit I bought in Hong Kong, you know, like I do comedy now, y'all, you know, like I headlined in like freaking like nine countries, whatever it is, you know. But now I don't care anymore, so it's just another place in the world. Why do you think that changed? Um, with um, I don't know, just got old, I guess. Yeah, I guess like, you know, you don't, you don't, I don't really uh. Well, I'm on a phone call, Miles. Remember when we were in the other room and then I left you because I wanted some privacy and, and, and now I'm here alone on this phone call? <laughs> it's exactly the same situation. Nothing changed. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, maybe, like, when you were a kid, like, the people who were, like, around you and, like, that you went to school with, they seemed like a lot bigger deals than they were, you know? And now they're just like, you know, I guess like the people I wanted to impress in high school, how are they like any different than like, you know, any 10, 20 random people who see me at a show, right? Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. After the time passed, you're less inclined to wanting to mm -hmm. impress those people from high school. No, that makes sense. Yeah, well, I no, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess maybe I just made enough of the numbers where like I impressed enough strangers so I can convince myself. <laughs> like not like I'm I'm ahead numerically. Even if they all think I'm some loser, you know, I'm killing enough of enough crowds that like it kinda of made up for it, yeah. <laughs> just by sheer numbers. You're like, ah, I've impressed enough people. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I can well, yeah, I can, I can write off I can write off those twenty, thirty people, I guess, you know. <laughs> And, and also, and also the thirty percent of crowd that bomb in front of you know, so like, <laughs> like if, if you look at if you look at the whole picture, you know, I'll go ahead. That's pretty good. You did the math on it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's right. not comedy related, but I, I, uh, I did acid last week, and that was really embarrassing. Wait, you did what? Acid with some okay. friends of mine. It was the first time I did acid, and like, yeah, it was like. Um, it was like really, really fun for like a couple hours, and then in like, and then there was like a portion where I did not want know what was real. Like, like I was not, like I was like sure. I was sure that like that like this reality is not real, and that like my friends were trying to trick me or something, you know. And um, yeah, that was kind of embarrassing as well. Wait, so you got, it sounds like you hallucinated and got paranoid. What kind of things did yeah, you imagine or see? That like, like my brain isn't necessarily connected to like, like my thoughts aren't just my brain and that like maybe I exist in like a different way and that like all my memories were like an illusion or that like my brain was tricking me into like caring about like, or something else was tricking me into caring about like the stuff I care about now, like my kids or like my body or like money and stuff, you know? And Jeez. none of that stuff is real. Like matrix stuff. Wow. It's very similar, it's very similar to the matrix, yeah. Um, just yeah. kind of what's real, it just made you question everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my friends were like, like Tammy, I'm real. I'm like, yeah, but you would say that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh? Um, 
Okay, yeah, but okay, can I, can I just use your room and finish this call first, though? Uh, and also, I, don't you have to do piano? Uh, and I could, when I'm 55. When you're 55? 955? 950. 950? Okay, cool, okay. Um, so, can I, so can I use your room to put a phone call, though, sweetie? Yes. Okay. Okay, okay, but you gotta use quiet voice when you come in, okay? Thank you. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, what is one of your fondest memories? Um, it's actually like, in terms of fondness, it'd just be my kids. Like, they're really, really great, and I, they're like, they're really funny. They say funny stuff all the time. Like, um, like one time, like I came home late. Like, I just went out. And like I came home at like four or five, and uh, it was like a summer. It was like two summers ago when I just did that all the time, actually. So then like, so then it became a bit of a problem. And then like one time I came home late, and like the next morning, Scarlett, she was three, three and a half at that point, and she goes, "Why do you go out all the time? You already married my mom." You know, <laughs> <laughs> she's the fucking best. Like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and they say funny shit like all the time. It's it's super super great. Um, <laughs> it wasn't your wife who called you out on going out and possibly cheating on her. It was your daughter. Yeah, yeah, no, no, she's she's fantastic. Like, and then like, dude, she's like just a really funny kid, you know. Like, and when my wife argue, like she'd be like, oh, why are you always arguing? You guys married each other, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's just fucking hysterical. She's the logical one. She's the rational one. Hey, you guys signed up for yeah. this. Oh, she always does like, uh, she also does like, uh, she has like imaginary friends, like she does like pretend play, right? And like, uh, she has a husband and like these kids and the kids, the kids are like her little dollies, of course, right? And her husband is Quicksilver. The, the comic from, book from, character? Yeah, from the X-Men, yeah. <laughs> it's so random, you know? All right, cool. so to close out, if we could have your twist on the closing phrase. A mouse did run. My story is done. Okay. So my story is done. Uh, I'll go on you now.